Hey. <laughs> Happy Friday. Happy Friday at the end of the longest week ever. The and longest week in the history of weeks. Yes, but we're at the end and we're going to have a great weekend and we're starting off with recording this episode. Number eight. Number eight, the great eight. So I'm Jennifer. And I am Kristen. And, and this, are we going to say it together? Oh, now you made it weird. Oh, damn. Okay. You can, you can say it. Okay. okay. One, <laughs> two. <laughs> <laughs> this is a haunted or hoax. There we go. There that it is. is. That's the name of the podcast. So if you're new here, what we do is we find a ghost story and Kristen will go in and find the evidence and like the experiences and any paranormal happenings that go along with it. And then I go in and look at the actual history, the archives, all that good stuff to see if it matches up. And so far it has been a mixed bag. Yeah. (laughs) We've had a few really good ones and a few really, really just don't make any sense. A few, a few rough ones. Yeah. Maybe number eight will be better. Maybe. <laughs> we can hope. Um, <laughs> so we are doing today a hotel in West Virginia, you know, almost heaven, West Virginia. It is called the Belenner Hassett Hotel. Funnest thing to say. A full mouthful of a name. And I'm just going to get right into it. Yeah, let's do it. Tell me all about it. So the Belenner Hassett Hotel, I just have a little bit tidbit, was actually built by a William Chancellor, but it was actually named after Harmon and Margaret Blenner has it. And that's the only fun fact I have. Um, they settled, I guess, on an island. And then apparently former Vice President Aaron Burr used the island as a base of operations for like some secret military stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what I heard. And then supposedly legend has it, the Blenner has it fled down the Ohio River to escape the militia that was invading the island and that's that's the tea I got from the Blenner Hassets and I don't know why William Chancellor named it after them but that's that's what I got for that yeah they I'll get into it a little more but they kind of seem like um some pot stirrers they like to to stir the pot and stick their fingers in things really I don't I mean I don't Yeah, you get into that because I have no idea. All I know is that he named it after the property was named with their name, even mm-hmm. though I don't think he has any connection to them, but I didn't, I didn't see anything. Um, I did think it was funny that like Aaron Burr comes up because I feel like it was the last one that Alexander Hamilton came up. Oh yeah. Yeah. Last episode. So, you know, we just have the whole, I was racking my brain. Like, when did we talk about Aaron Burr? What is she no. going <laughs> No, Alexander Hamilton. I listened to I Hamilton this this uh this afternoon, so I'm in oh, the mood. Were you inspired? I was so inspired. But there are several spirits that are said to haunt the old hotel. First of all, this hotel is really, really pretty. It gave me um the venue that I got married in vibes. Absolutely. <laughs> I looked yeah. at it, I was like, that looks exactly like that library. Yeah. Um, so I kind of was like, man, I want to stay here now. It looks just like <laughs> It's so pretty. But the most well-known is to is supposed to be William Chancellor himself. Some people see him as an older gentleman in a three-piece gray suit as an apparition. Um, they said his beard and his hair are slicked back. I think this person meant to say just his hair. I can't imagine a slicked back beard. That like might be blown <laughs> beard stuck to the sides of your cheek. He's just going really fast all the time. <laughs> And sometimes he wears a top hat and carries a cane. Um, There's a little bit of a discrepancy. Some people say that the gray suit man and William are two different entities that just like, I don't know, are buds and hang out sometimes. Cute. But other people say that it's one and the same. 
Hmm. At any rate, they kind of hang out in the, what is now like a library section of Mm -hmm. the hotel. There's a portrait of William Chancellor hanging over a fireplace mantle and people have observed like cigar smoke kind of randomly wisping around that portrait. And a lot of people smell cigar smoke the closer they get to that portrait. So um, I guess like he was a cigar connoisseur in life and he doesn't give them up in death. See, this is another one of those moments where I'm like, if I see smoke just spontaneously appearing in a room, I'm going to be like, do we need to call somebody? Right. Like, I mean, I also think that like there is... It's, re- it's really hard to tell because people also say they smell cigar smoke on the second floor, which is the most active floor. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people actually smoke cigars there. Like it's like a thing that they offer, like a cigar room oh. somewhere else in the hotel. So I don't know how good their ventilation system is. It could- <laughs> or, I mean, I lived in an apartment for four years and I do not smoke. However, the person before me smoked and my stuff smelt like smoke until I moved out like all the time. So smoking is hard to get out of the walls is what I'm trying to say. Right. And like, if it should not be coming out of pictures though, regardless, like there's no residual smoke behind. (laughs) It's just like, you know, just they like are dusting and they accidentally bump it and just like a plume of smoke comes out. But yeah, so he's like the most like notorious, I guess, besides a woman in the elevator. The elevators are also like a hot spot for activity, apparently. Legend has it that people will see ghosts walking around in the form of a woman into the elevator and then she'll vanish. Like you'll see the woman go into the elevator and then the doors will close. And then if you push the button and it opens again, she's not there. A man named Adam Dotson, who was interviewed for an article that I was reading from Shayla Klein called Oldest Hotel in West Virginia Haunted by Several Ghosts. Um, What a name. Very straightforward. We're not... (laughs) Talk about long tail keywords. (laughs) She interviewed Adam, who was a hospitality guest services specialist. And that is a fancy word that means I get abused at the front desk. (laughs) (laughs) I know what they do to people who are guest services. They just give you a fancy title to make you feel special and then let people yell at you. He recalled a time that a postman with a delivery spotted the woman from the elevator. He had never been there before. Adam says he told him to go through the doors and get on the elevator and go downstairs and he would be right with the postman. Apparently a few minutes went by, he went to go see if everything was going all right, if he made sure he knew where everything was to drop off packages. And um, he caught the delivery man before the elevator closed. And he looked over at Adam and said, is this place haunted? And I guess usually when you ask that to haunted hotel people, they are very tongue in cheek about it. They're very like, oh, well, you know, can't say, but you know, there there's rumors. Insert color here. Right. And um, apparently the delivery man continued to say he had caught the end of a woman getting onto the elevator before the door shut. He stopped it, but there was nobody there when the doors reopened. So oh. there isn't any like name. There's no time frame. There's no even description of what she's wearing. She's just a a lady getting on the elevator. Some people sometimes hear her scream on the second floor. Uh, I don't know. That escalated. Right. So I don't know. Maybe. The correct response to that was no, Jennifer, it's an elevator, not an escalator. Well, you know, they're the same kind of one's open air and one's closed. (laughs) Escalators are just open air elevators. So we all know it. There wasn't a lot that people could give me. I watched two YouTube videos. Oh boy. Involving this hotel. And one was from the Wild Hippie, aka her name is Kelly. She did two parts of the Blunner Hassett Hotel. And she never mentions this woman in the elevator or William Chancellor. She sees a, a few shadow figures in her video, which Staff had set, have said that they frequently see black shadow figures in the basement. The figures are described to be like silhouettes of people, sometimes wearing top hats and trench coats, fur collars, very like upper crust, a lot of laundry room 
staff members have seen figures walking around next to the staircase that leads up to the rooms, but she saw it in her room that she was staying in. She never says what room she's staying in, obviously, I guess for safety reasons, but I I mean, she was already there. I'm assuming that you're putting the YouTube video up at a later time (laughs) and you're gone. I... I looked for YouTube videos because I couldn't find any like episodes of an actual like on TV ghost show. And sometimes there's like a lot of ghost paranormal YouTubers that will go and do their own sleuthing. I got really annoyed with this girl, so I could not finish the videos. I'm I'm guessing I haven't watched the rest of her videos, but I guess she's some sort of self-proclaimed empath and medium. Mm. She did a tarot card reading as soon as they got to the hotel when she was with her sisters. She said their room had a lot, the hotel had a lot of bottled up emotions from the tarot cards and that there was regret that was connected to the spirit in the room with them had to do with some relationship of some sort. And they were forced to choose between two things and they were lost. And the ghost felt like it was reliving its death over and over again. Yeah, I found no ghost stories to correlate with somebody who was choosing between two lost loves or having to make a hard decision. There was just no one there. So I'm not really sure who she's talking about. She also said that she got the impression that somebody drowned in the bathtub in her room, like took their own life. And I did not see any sort of ghostly encounters besides that or any ghost stories connected to this hotel that had a woman drowning in the bathtub. I don't know. Maybe that's the woman in the elevator and I just can't find anything on it. But I scoured the internet for experiences (laughs) and I didn't see anything else like that. There is a man with a bowler hat that supposedly is very famous for haunting this hotel. He is known to be seen in the dry storage area in the basement in room 409, which is located a few stories above the storage area. The staff at the hotel believe that the host, the ghost host, the ghost host, the ghost host, that's us, <laughs> that's us. Um, maybe connected to the, we're going to say this word, we're going to sound it out together, the Kaltenecker building, um, which is the building next door to the hotel. And it was owned by jo- jo- Johan Kaltenecker. The hotel acquired the building and incorporated it into a portion of the hotel in like a 1985 renovation. So they think that he kind of just was carried over from that building. He doesn't have like a connection to the hotel itself, but whatever was over there. Apparently you're touching your nose. Like, you know, something and I, (laughs) you're going to explain some things to me and I'm going to be so grateful because this place was so (laughs) confusing. The same guy, Adam, who was the guest specialist service, lovely man. um, He said he had an encounter with, the bowling hat man. Is that how you say it? Is that a bowler hat? The bowling hat. He wears it while he bowls. <laughs> he wears it while he bowls. It's just a big pin. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's, it's the bowling ball. Oh, good. Yeah. That makes round. sense. It's a round ball. Head, <laughs> hat. <laughs> um, he said he had an encounter with the ghost while staying in room 407 next door to 409. He said he chose the room. Everything is next door. <laughs> no, I'm just imagining someone with a hat in the shape of a bowling pin now. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great? You just run up and push them over. You're wearing all black. You just like smack the hat off of, right. off of their head. I got the spare. <laughs> all right. Anyway, I'm sorry. Continue. Well, okay. So bowling hat or bowler hat or no hat at all. Adam stayed in 407. Why you would stay in the hotel that you work at? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I stayed on the boat that I worked at, but I guess I really didn't you have couldn't a leave. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't leave. I feel like he could leave. Um, he stayed in 407, which was next door to 409. And he woke up with what sounded like a party happening in 409. Oh, I mean, And then the next morning, he told the front desk how noisy the people in 409 were. And the staff said he was the only one on that floor. But what if he really wasn't? Like, what if they were just messing with him? Right. Like, oh, it's Adam. Let's let's fuck with him a little bit. Adam's such a nerd. He stayed here for the night. Let's fuck with him. Yeah. (laughs) 
I mean, I don't know. Adam, I'm sure you're not a nerd, but. No, Adam. And it was rude for them to play that prank on you. Right. Um, But it kind of has a little bit of connection because people also say that the spirits do like to party it up in this hotel. There is a ballroom at the hotel that like apparently people have heard music, laughter, people talking. But when they go venture into the ballroom to investigate, it's completely empty. The lights are off. There's nobody in there. There's also a man who's seen in a white tuxedo kind of going along the mirrors of the ballroom wall, which is very scary. Um, Not because of the white tux. I'm actually a fan of white tuxes. (laughs) No, if I saw somebody like walk through the mirrors that wasn't there. And then not beside you. Mirrors are low-key like a scary thing to me. Like I don't look in them very long, not just because of my reflection, but also because I'm afraid I might see something standing behind me. Right. Or, Or yeah, or like when they do those things where people are staring in the mirror and then their like reflection starts to change and like yeah, yeah. You're not changing your expression mm-hmm. yeah. mirrors are creepy we should just do away with them I don't need to look at myself anyway <laughs> so that being said none of the YouTube videos I saw or any of the experiences really mentioned the bowling hat man <laughs> or his pins or a party Kelly and her in her video uses dowsing rods with her sisters and her sisters are i'm so sorry i hope kelly never listens to this because i didn't really like the video (laughs) oh youtube was a strike out for you it was because her sisters were so like overreactive to things and it was taking me out of what was actually going on kelly was the only one that seemed to be kind of like serious about it Mm -hmm. but in the same vein she was very like i have supernatural powers so i don't know she uses the dowsing rod and she asks if there's a man there and they cross and she asks if he has hair and it doesn't move so i guess it says no this is a bald ghost that's why he needs that hat of all the questions i were to ask a spirit right listen do you have hair his yeah no do you wear a wig (laughs) she asks uh, if the ghost, the bald ghost, was a guest in the Rod's Cross, one of her sisters asks if the, there's a woman spirit there and they cross. And then Kelly says she feels the name of the spirit is Mary Ann, which is why I'm like, are you a medium? Are you not a medium? Whatever the case, she says that she thinks the spirit's name is Mary Ann. So there's a man, there's a bald man and Mary Ann. We're building Gilligan's Island here. Um <laughs> Her other sister during this question about the woman spirit, like is across the way from where the dowsing rods are. And she like jerks because she feels like someone touches her hair behind her. It could be a spirit bald touch- man wanting hair. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let me touch your luscious locks. It's been so long. My head is so squeaky. It's like off of the haunting where the hair starts moving. <laughs> right. Just you see like phantom scissors <laughs> he's slowly taking people's hair just like setting it on top of his head and it's like just floating hair pieces around <laughs> uh, i wish somebody would draw that for us because it would be such a funny picture somebody <laughs> illustrate that yes the sister who got her hair touched it takes the rods and asks if there is a little boy in the room that touched her and they also crossed. So I don't know how legitimately they're oh, it using is like these. a party. Right. I don't I don't know how legitimately they're using these dowsing rods. So it was either they, like, well, I guess they did like not cross at some point. Yeah, like one or two times. But they were getting crossed a lot. So mixed signals coming from these ghosts. cross signals. Cross signals. <laughs> Then they use the spirit box app, similar, not similar to the one that we used on our ghost tour. It was one of those ones where it's an app where it goes through the radio frequencies Mm. and then things come out. They ask how many spirits there are in the room and it says eight. (laughs) So that makes sense. Whoa. I guess why they were crossing so much. They also get the word girl, William, feet, and guest. Nothing is ever expanded on. Feet? (laughs) Feet, I guess. You know, you can have kinks in the afterlife, I suppose. Hair and feet. Hair and feet. Hairy feet. Hairy feet. <laughs> it's actually the name of the man with the boil- boiling boiler bowler hat. <laughs> the boiling bowler hat. <laughs> he was bald, but his feet were not. Um, 
she asks to expand on William. She asks if William Chancellor is there, and it says "Yep" here. And then they also get a buy. So hey, I guess didn't want. He said "Yep." Yeah, which for the time frame that he lived, I don't think they used "Yep." 1800s lingo did not include "Yep" in the terminology. I don't think maybe, I haven't googled that, but maybe he was self-aware and he was like, you know what, I gotta stay hip with these kids if they're gonna keep talking to me. Through the spirit box. Yep. I saw on TikTok feet were a thing. <laughs> Let's cross those those rods and get the party started. Yep. <laughs> Show me your feet. <laughs> um, okay. Where was I? They go into the hallway and her camera won't focus. It keeps like draining the battery. They keep hearing footsteps and kids like talking like kids giggling or talking and they associate this with a spirit but like you're in a hotel (laughs) you know what I'm saying you're in the hallway of a a public hotel you're not alone yeah no you didn't rent out the place like there are guests and then like they there's a really weird cut and they say that they're in the dark room but then I realize they're just back in their room with the lights off I don't know why they called it the dark room I think the editing just do they have like a legit dark room at their house or is it just a room without lights no it's in the hotel like they're back at their hotel room and the way that they edit it i think they meant to say like we're in the hotel room we've made the room dark or something but it just is edited to say the dark room and i was like what the fuck is the dark room i googled it to see if there was a dark room at this hotel and then i realized that they were just in their home their hotel room dark hotel room right that's where they keep seeing the shadow figures and then they kept saying from the window and i was like again (laughs) nope nope we're stopping there we are stopping there i was gonna try to make it ghosty but i just can't think of anything right now (laughs) we love our bowling balls (laughs) that's but again at first i thought that meant there was a shadow figure coming through the window and I was like well fuck yeah if somebody's walking by your window then were they on the first floor I believe so mm. and then they kind of explained that the window is covered by a curtain and it made more sense like they were stating the shadow from the figure was standing by the window and like casting a shadow that's why I turned it off because it's just it didn't anymore. it was not it was not helpful yeah Because they just kept going on and on about going to different floors and why was it so noisy? And I was like, it is a hotel. So, so those were Kelly's experiences. If you want to watch the videos for yourself, they will be in the show notes as a reference. However, I didn't really get a lot of legitimacy. It was interesting that they said that they heard kids because there are kids known to want like ghostly spirits of children to wander the hotels. There's one mischievous one that's known as the four o'clock knocker who is said to knock on the coffee bar door at 4 a.m. every day. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah. Worst wake up call ever. Right. Knock, knock, knock. I'm five years old. I'm a ghost, but I still need my coffee, I guess. (laughs) Time for my dark roast. (laughs) Right. It'll go right through me, literally. Um, and then the only other video I saw that was relevant to the actual hotel was a vlog from a guy named Jay and said, this place is haunted. I was like, okay, we're getting into something. And Jay and his family seem very nice. Okay. They ask if it's haunted. An employee says that the second floor is where they hear the most activity. And then Jay goes into explaining some of the hauntings that I've already gone over. And he mentions books flying off the shelves where the portrait of William is. The next close-up is of the books. And one flies off the shelves. And then the next shot is him sitting at a table picking up a book. Oh my gosh. And looking looking shot. And I was like, oh, this is a bit. This is a bit that he's doing at the end of his vlog. And I was loving it. Listen, I was so frustrated about finding encounters for this, this hotel to go with the story, the legends and the stories that I kept hearing Mm -hmm. in my research. But this man was committing. He had better acting than the Hinsdale house (laughs) movie. Any of the actors, he should have been called for a role in that that film. That you. I mean, he goes down to the second floor to, and he's like on a couch in the hallway 
and he's on his phone he's drinking Bud Lights, which <laughs> live your best life on vacation. <laughs> he has one of the couch pillows like sitting in front of him, very obviously covering one hand. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of Bud Light cans on the table next to him. And then one of them, he's just like drinking one and one of them flies off. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and he's just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. It's obviously this man has tied a string to this Bud Light can, <laughs> but he's so committed. And then he goes back to his room. He's like, wow, well, that was weird. And then you hear like this screaming sound outside of his room. And he looks, he like puts the camera up to the peephole. And there is someone out there like sitting on the ground, which looks like a weird like woman. But when he opens the door, they've disappeared. And (laughs) it's very obvious like his wife is in on this. I don't know how he got this whole family to commit to this bit. But it's great. And he's my new favorite comedian. And I hope to see him on tour someday. (laughs) So he was the most like convincing YouTuber that you watched. It sounds like. Oh, it was so authentic. (laughs) The evidence that he provided was so real. It was very Um, compelling. Yes. (laughs) Um, But no, it was a very good comedic relief for how frustrated I was. I was laughing. There is a very good YouTube video that's been, I'll, I'll link it in the show notes. I can't remember what its name is off the top of my head. And I thought it was really promise. It was going to be really promising, but it's not about the Blennerhassett hotel. It's actually about the Blennerhassett Island and Mm -hmm. the, where Margaret and Harmon lived. And it's a very good, good YouTube video. And I will link it because if you're interested in that, those stories, definitely watch their video. But it just wasn't helpful for the actual hotel. I did see some comments on hauntedplaces.org. Megan C. said that she stayed there a few years ago. This was in 2016. She stayed there with her sports team. Um, She just, at the time, she thought there was, it was just like college kids teasing each other until she was reminiscing about the hotel and all the bizarre things that happened. Um, she said one guy got caught in the elevator. Oh, one girl saw a child in a white dress running around the corner of the hallway. And then another saw a misty figure in the mirror, Hmm. which is consistent with some of the other stories. She said she herself smelled cigar smoke on several occasions that weekend. She said her room lamps kept flickering on and off and once turned on in the middle of the night, like waking them up. She chalked it up to an old old hotel. And, but now that she thinks about it and she's heard other stories, Mm -hmm. maybe those were spirits messing with them. And then someone with the username Tuesday said four years ago, again, in 2016, they said four years ago, they stayed overnight and they took out a digital recorder which I wish more people would do. But also, if you're going to say that you took out a digital recorder, also link the digital recorder's findings. Recording? Yes. She said, or they said, um, I had it recording into the night, laying on a desk near a door. My friend at about 1 a.m. asks if I heard that man yell. I said no. So I got up, played the digital recorder, and sure enough, along with us in the room was a man yelling over the top of us talking in the background. She couldn't hear it with her own ears, but her friend heard it and then the, they caught it on the EVP. But again, it wasn't linked. So Tuesday could just be making all this up. We don't know. And then the last uh, experience was in 2018 from Molly. Uh, they looked up the history and found stories. So they were kind of knowing what they got into when they stayed there. After dinner, they walked through the hallway that led to the ballrooms. And at the end, there were some old chairs and a large cabinet. As they got closer, they smelled more and more cigar smoke until they got to the cabinet and the smell was very strong. No one else was there and the windows were closed. Again, just like your apartment holding cigarette smoke, mm-hmm. a very old cabinet, antique, maybe they held cigars there back in the day, it could hold the smell. You sound skeptical. I am just, it's just very like frustrating to me that there's so many ghosts like the woman in the elevator william chancellor the bowler hat man some children like there are stories but there's just not a lot of like tangible evidence mm-hmm. which i think is which is what's really frustrating me about the last few stories because they have very very cool legends 
But then I go to find a picture. I, listen, I went to TripAdvisor. I went to Yelp. I Google imaged. I went to their Facebook. I went to their Instagram. I went on Twitter to find any sort of picture or video or recording. I just couldn't find anything. And so I would like to believe since it is a very old historic hotel, I would like to believe there's something going on there. And I'm hoping maybe some of your research can connect some of these stories to some people that were actually alive. And maybe that will be something. But that's all I got for the actual legends and the ghost stories for Blennerhassett. Well, that was very entertaining. Good job. Oh, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I try. Good job. So I'll tell you the history about the Blennerhassett when we get back from our break. Yes. Let's take a break. Taking a break. Welcome back. We are back. So, so yeah, you're gonna you're gonna tell me that everything lines up and this place is hella haunted, aren't you? Well, you didn't really give me much to say is lined up, to be honest. Like well, you didn't give me any details to match my details too. You know what I'm saying? Well, maybe if do you have a woman? <laughs> We're not even doing like apples to apples. You did you barely gave me apples to fruit. I mean listen, they don't have a lot of strong details except for William Chancellor. Well, we know how reliable those are. Do you have a bald ghost? I <laughs> Do don't. a bald man? <laughs> this is <laughs> not guess who. This is not <laughs> guess who. All right. So let me tell you about this hotel. It opened May 6th, 1889 after Ooh. being under construction for six years. And just so you know, I got all of this information from the Blunner Hassett website. I feel like it's probably a super reliable story. I also poked around a little bit on find a grave just to verify a couple of things. And I found a site that I don't remember what it was, but I will give you the link that kind of goes into the Blenner Hassets um, and gives their story, like their history a little bit. But other than that, this was mostly the Blenner Hassett Hotel website. So it opened after being under construction for six years. Um, it was designed and built by Colonel William Nelson Chancellor, who was the then mayor of Parkersburg, West Virginia. Oh, uh, the mayor. Fancy. Big guy on the block. The architectural style for the hotel is, mm-hmm. I put in italics, rich people style. <laughs> Rich people stuff. Yes. The aesthetic was Victorian, Queen Anne, and Romanesque influences. And they particularly brought up the Romanesque because of the turret, the little rounded part in the front of the hotel. That's my favorite part. Everyone loves torts (laughs) and torts. Do they? (laughs) You don't like torts? They're okay. So... (laughs) Stepping away from the torts and the torrets, the Kaltenecker building, which is the current day dining room, was built by a Parkersburg businessman named Johan Kaltenecker. Did you in your mind the first time you read his name say jo- Johan? Because I know I said John and I was pronouncing it John until you said Johan. And then I looked at my notes and I was like, oh shit, it is Johan. <laughs> I almost said Johan because I've been saying Johan in my head. It's Johan. <laughs> Johan Kaltenecker. Initially, it was built as a separate building that matched the exterior of the hotel. Mm-hmm. So it was completely a separate entity. So during the second renovation of the hotel in 1985, the Kaltenecker building was incorporated into the main building and Mm -hmm. turned into the dining room. Like I said, you can still see the Kaltenecker name on a portion of the sandstone located in the front of the building. Cool. Do you, do you know what the Kaltenecker building business was? No, I thought it was the bank, but it was not. (laughs) That's That's so weird that we don't know what the building was. There's like lacking history on everything. West Virginia, get your act together. So Um, 
at the time, oh, did you have anything else for the Kaltenecker building? No, I just, you know, if anybody it knows what it was, yeah. let us know. If you're from West Virginia and you're like, wow, it was the, I can't believe you don't know that that's held the public pool. I, I don't know. Just let us know. <laughs> it was actually where everybody bought their cigars. <laughs> that would make sense. And their bowling hats and bowling shoes and their bowling pin hats. So at the time that the hotel opened, it was the top hotel in the area. It had 50 guest rooms built around a central staircase with a common area, two parlors and a restaurant. And the restaurant could hold about 80 guests at one time. So a lot in their standards, very small amount in our standards. The first general manager to lease the hotel from Mr. Chancellor was a a man named George C. Campbell. He was given the task of naming the hotel, actually, and it was originally going to be named the Argyle. However, he decided to name it the Blennerhassett after Harmon Blennerhassett, who was an eccentric Irish aristocrat who had connections with the Parkersburg area. So I'm not going to go into like too much detail with Harmon because he's not who the story is about. However, Harmon seemed like a big old troublemaker, like well, us so the, Irish are. So the only, I'm Scottish, so we're fighting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, the only thing I did read, I did hear about Harmon and his wife. The only fact I have about them is that he was, she was his niece. Is that true? Yes. It was quite a scandal. So he married his niece. He also helped with the Irish revolt against the British because they were like, you know, trying to separate and have their own lives, be mm-hmm. independent from mom. <laughs> I guess at that point it was dad. We're and that did not work out how they had hoped. Mm-hmm. So he got run out of town and went to the United States. He helped Aaron Burr with some sort of scandal that was going on. I'll link the I'll give you the link to look at. But anyway, he was just very political, it sounded like, and very quick to stir the pot. So Mm. they did live on the Blennerhassett Island and own a very extravagant house. Um, The house is not there anymore, like the original house, but they did rebuild a replica that's supposed to be super neat. It was like a plantation on that island. But yeah, I don't really, I didn't really see any direct connections with the Parkersburg area, but the Blennerhassett Hotel says that there were connections. So again, super detailed legend history. I wonder what like made Mr. Campbell be like, I'm going to name it after, I mean, I guess like this guy was weird. So, and he's notable near us. So we'll go ahead and name him. And I don't want to name my hotel after socks. He died in 1831. So it was like a bit after the hotel was built in 1889. Well, so I guess he did have like a lasting impression on the town. Yeah, I didn't do much research on Harmon because he was not the mark. But anyway, he would have liked it too much with his ego. (laughs) So that's where the name came from. There were three major renovations that took place at the hotel. The first one was in 1944. When the grandson of William Chancellor, Nelson Burwell, operated the hotel. Uh, The present-day coffee bar, how millennial of them, was originally the first national bank of Virginia. Because back then, having a bank in a hotel instead of a coffee bar made much more sense. We have moved on to better things in present day. ATMs. ATMs. And ATMs and espressos. Yes. William Chancellor eventually also became the president of that bank, the First National Bank of Virginia. He was in everything. He was a big dude. Not like figuratively, not literally. I don't really know his life. He (laughs) No, I did see a picture of him actually, and he is very skinny, so he's not very big. Gotcha. Big boss energy. It's also said that the hotel was one of the first establishments in Parkersburg to have electricity. So that's pretty neat. And they also mentioned the elevator. 
It was a big deal that they had an electric elevator installed with electric bells and a service elevator that sat beside the main guest elevator at the time of the hotel's opening. So that Mm -hmm. was like at the beginning. So in 1979, this beautiful hotel that had been renovated and was very prestigious actually had ended up going downhill. It Mm -hmm. had about 30 elderly residents living in the hotel and using it as like short-term leased apartments. Gotcha. On May 9th, 1979, a fire broke out on the second floor (gasps) and it started to spread. Fortunately, the fire was extinguished before the entire building was lost. Mm. Nobody died. Just to clear that up. In the early 80s, a group of locals got together and took on the second major renovation that the hotel had from 1985 to 1986, and that renovation cost over $7 million. Wow. And then the last renovation that took place was from 2002 to 2006, and that one cost over $10 million. God. It was all the coffee bar. Really? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Well, you know, the coffee bar is Starbucks. Oh, is it? Yeah. I've seen so many Instagram posts of people tagging it with their Starbucks drinks. Maybe like 2 million of that was the coffee bar. No joke. I'm saying. Now the hotel has 89 guest rooms, a courtyard, and a climate-controlled patio tent. Mm. And it is the last of the 11 original Parkersburg hotels located downtown. There's 11? Well, there were. Now there's oh, one. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got confused. I was like, how big is Parkersburg? So that's all I got. That's it? <laughs> you didn't I, find um, it? No, not a thing. I did look at some of the legends because I was like, well, well, this is boring. Um, I did look at some of the legends and I found the lady that people are seeing. Apparently a truck crashed into the bank, like the door frame of the bank okay. and struck a lady and killed her. <gasps> I couldn't find any anything on that. Like no newspaper clippings, no references in like spooky stories no evidence that that actually happened. So Mm. that's the only thing that was like, that probably didn't really happen. The chancellors did stay in town. Like they did stay local. I was looking up on find a grave just to see like, did this dude like up and move to Pennsylvania or something afterwards? He didn't, he's buried in a local cemetery with his family. They have a huge tombstone. It is ginormous and all of his family is buried local. So he could very well be sticking around to the hotel. Yeah, but like he owns so many places. In he goes and visits them all to make sure that they're all in tip top shape. <laughs> He's just doing all his business around around the town. Mm-hmm. And then, okay. we got He's to very go. devoted to the town. He was mayor. He had to make sure that everything is staying okay. I, I mean, I, I believe you. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it was like, I don't you really have any, any. You didn't find any bowler hat man? No. No, there's like no, nothing on this. And it really made me stop and like wonder, because usually if there's legends, like people will try and figure it out, but it's like people barely know the legend as to why this is haunted. So is it really haunted? Right. It kind of feels like a, like a modge podge. I'm going to find a different way to say a collection of ghosts every episode. Um, But it just feels like a bunch of people. I don't know. Did the hotel staff come up with this to kind of like, but then even then they don't really mention it. On their no, they didn't. Media. They didn't mention anything on the website either. The only thing that I saw like where kind of really mentions or at least tags the Blunner Hassett Hotel is these two women who own haunted Parkersburg tours. They really push the Blennerhassett Hotel as being haunted. So maybe it's a thing where it started on ghost tours, like as a stop that was needed, like Abercorn. Like it's an old place. So it obviously has to be haunted. Exactly. But then when you actually look into the background of it, there's not a lot of things to support it, Mm -mm. which really brings to question 
how well you can trust your ghost tours. But I mean, I, I feel like the ghost tours, it's more get the legend and then use it as the legend, not the history. Right. True. Because that's all like storytelling, essentially. That's true. <sighs> Are you going to say haunted or hoax? Uh, I lean a little bit towards hoax on this one. It's, it's It sounds like such a harsh word to use, but I'm kind of with you. This one, So after reflecting on my anger with Hinsdale House... <laughs> I could concede that there's poltergeist activity just because of like a lot of things that move through that, that land, the, the property itself, mm-hmm. um, having some sort of poltergeist activity. I landed on that, but for this one, it's just like very hard for me to be like, yeah, there could be something going on. Cause it's old. It's, you know, and a lot of people on the reviews for TripAdvisor and for Yelp were saying, I heard this is haunted, but I didn't experience anything that I got that more than actual experiences. Yeah. So that usually makes me believe that there's not really anything going on, but no, I'm, I'm with you. I don't think there's anything here, which, but it's a beautiful hotel. It and is. Par- you should still go see it. And Parkersburg seems very, very quaint in Christmas time. It seems like a Hallmark movie Christmas little town. Yeah. I, it, when I was looking at pictures of it, a lot of it was in the wintertime, like with the snow and everything. Oh, and it made me kind of want to go there. We'll put it on a stop. Yeah. I wouldn't be afraid to, to stay in this hotel at the moment. No, I don't so, think so. Um, but yeah, so so I'm a little bit of a, a hoax on this one. What about you? Yeah, I'm going to say maybe, I don't know, hoax just seems like such a strong word. I don't think that there's ghosts. I don't think that anybody is misleading us on purpose, like a, in a malicious no. way. I think that that maybe, I think that also maybe this got confused with stories got confused like Bonner Hassett ha- Hotel has to be haunted because Bonner Hassett Island uh, is haunted. You know, that's a good point. Because obviously we're not doing Bonner Hassett Island, but the YouTube video that I watched on Bonner Hassett Island had some compelling stuff. So maybe that's it. Maybe the island and where the Bonner Hassett stayed is the thing that's haunted and it just kind of bled over because they share a name. Yeah, just assumption. Yeah. Well, that was still fun. It was still fun. Are you okay? Somebody is caroling outside of our house. <gasps> oh, go out there. Do you have a Halloween candy? Okay. <laughs> I can't see anybody out there, though. They left. Oh, Christmas But it was tree. beautiful. Aw, that should be I your was- stage moment. But <laughs> I was like... Did we just summon the ghost of Parkersburg? <laughs> Are they singing us Christmas carols? It's the ghost of Christmas, past, present, and future. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, anyway. <laughs> so next week's episode, it will be after Christmas. Hope everybody has a Merry Christmas. But yes. we're going with a New Year's theme and we'll just keep it at we are visiting Chicago. Chicago. Where the um, bean is. Where the bean is? Yeah, that big old bean that you can see yourself in. That you have to look it up. Oh, 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 oh. I know. <laughs> I, I didn't know what you're talking about until you talked about the reflection. I know exactly what you're talking about Exactly. So, the bean's not haunted. <laughs> it's just that scary mirror that we were talking about. Yes. It's a huge scary mirror. <laughs> but what is your stage moment? Is that it? The Is your stage moment the caroling that's going on outside your house? I mean, that like did a really good job cleansing the the moment. Mm-hmm. They sound so good. I've never, I think I, the only time I ever caroled was at a nursing home in, when I was in Girl Scouts. I would go caroling with my church. We'd go and visit the senior citizens that weren't able to make it to church. And we would go and sing for them in their living rooms and they would love it. That's sweet. But Very I do awesome. remember going Girl Scout caroling with you. Yeah, that was, a, that was a little bit weird. It was a little strange, but they still enjoyed it. Yes, they did. That's what matters. <laughs> I I will hold my joke and leave the carolers as my stage moment because that was pretty cool. Okay. My stage moment is not Christmas themed. Oh. Um, my stage moment is that I am going to go see Spider-Man tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big Spider-Man fan. I love the franchise and I'm so excited I've been waiting for this movie for like two years so I'm I've so heard excited. it's incredible 
I just, I can't wait. I haven't read any spoilers. I haven't seen anything. I'm just excited to go and eat popcorn and watch the movie. So that's my stage <laughs> moment. Also, you know, Merry Christmas to everyone. I hope you have a good Christmas. Yes. Uh, so we want to hear all about your ghost stories per usual. Give us the ghost stories, the ghost tours, any tours you want us to go on, anywhere we should cover next. We need all of the suggestions and you can send those to hauntedorhoaxpod at gmail.com. Yeah. If you know any places that are definitely haunted, like you have personal experiences, <laughs> we want Kristen to needs them. the receipts. I need your pictures. Send me your pictures and your ghost videos. Um, but also follow us on Instagram at haunted or hoax pod tweet at us, your stories or anything tweet at us at all. I'm lonely on Twitter. You guys at H or H pod. Our Facebook is also haunted or hoax podcast. If you want to go ahead and follow us there, um, kind of give a rundown of every episode and if we're going to do anything special. Yeah. And what would be the biggest help of all is if you could rate review and subscribe to us on Apple podcast, that really helps just get the word out. Let people know that we're here. We exist and share the fun stories. Right. It helps us grow. Also, rate and review, especially because we have something really exciting coming up. We're not going to yeah. say anything anymore, but you know, just just review us. Come on, and trust <laughs> us. Trust us. You'll you'll <laughs> want to review us. Um, and I think that's it. Yeah, I hope everybody has a wonderful holiday, and we will talk to you next time. Talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.